Germany looking good for the final on Sunday. They make it another one here. It's 3 0. It's a rock for the Germans. The game there is. They go this way out, surely. Hello and welcome to the fourth umpire, the cricket segment of the fourth seat podcast. So today we have with us Mayuk and we look forward to talking about the really exciting IPL final that we had yesterday. Hey Aditya, how are you? Did you watch the finals to the very end? Yeah, I'm good. So I think after a long time we had a really good final, right? So usually tournament finals are really dull affairs. You don't don't usually get real tight finals like this. Yeah, and uh, it sort of made up for the disappointment of the first qualifier match. So uh, I saw the Mumbai Indians versus Chennai Super Kings the third time they faced off this season, and it was such a boring match. And you know, thankfully, uh, the final was able to made up make up for it. Uh, and what a match. I mean, it's it's something that we will remember for, you know, may not be very long time, but at least one year until we have this IPL going on again next year. Yeah, and IPL matches do not stay very long in memory, to be really honest. And of all the finals, and I, I'd be the first to admit that between 2011 and 2016, I probably haven't watched a lot of IPL. But the first two finals, I very vividly remember. The first IPL final was a very close one, if you remember. Rajasthan Royals versus CSK. Yeah, uh, and uh, and I, I believe that was the match uh, that Yusuf Pathan showed his magic. Yes, and uh, you had, I think, Sohail Tanvir or Kamra Nakmal. I think you used to have Pakistani cricketers playing those days. Yes, yes. And Shahid Afridi uh, used to be with uh, uh, Ekan Yeah, yeah, yeah. And Shohei Bakhtar used to run in uh, inside Eden Gardens. The entire yeah. Eden Gardens cheering for them. There was like one season when actually Shohei ran through uh, on one one of those very uh, noisy evenings at Eden Gardens. I don't know against whom it was. I think Delhi or Mumbai. There was one game in which Shohei actually did really well. But I, uh, coming back to the point, like usually these IPL finals and usually tournament finals are really attritional games and you don't get really tight contests and the first final was tight i think the one in south africa was also a very tight game where bangalore played uh, Deccan chargers Deccan chargers yes i believe uh, adam gilchrist was the captain uh, rohit sharma won uh, his first ipl with Deccan chargers he was with them at that time yeah yeah and i think it was the final was in johannesburg i think yes that one yes and and the third final was again the first that Mumbai ever got in. And that was the first of many Mumbai versus CSK encounters and in the IPL. Mumbai lost that match. Uh, and I remember we had this big controversy about why Pollard was sent so down the order at like 7 or 8 when we needed some big hits right away. Uh, yeah, and those were the days of uh, Abhishek Nair. Used to play for Mumbai, if you remember. Yes, yes. The, and Tendulkar was uh, carrying an injury in that game. I think he was batting with a, with some stitches in his uh, webbing in his hand. And I think he scored a 50 or something. And Pollard came into bat after Harbhajan Singh, of all people. It was, yeah. I mean, uh, I remember it was 2010 summer. Yeah. Uh, that was the summer... Uh, be, uh, right before I came to the US, and I was warm. where we had nothing to do that summer. Exactly, exactly, and it, <laughs> it was that match was such a disappointment. But but nevertheless, Mumbai and Chennai have played a lot of finals in between. Uh, Mumbai have won. Uh, so this was their fourth IPL fi- uh, trophy that they have won. But before yeah. before we go to the final, I think we should spare a moment for uh, uh, Delhi Capitals because I really thought. They will be in the finals. And I believe they deserve to be in the finals. Yes, Mike. I think Delhi was, for me, the team of the tournament. Uh, Forget Mumbai and Chennai for a minute. I think the sheer joy of watching, I think Delhi was probably the most exciting team to watch. They had the fast bowling. They had the Indian core with their batting. Rishabh Pant, Shreyas Iyer, Prithvi Shaw, Shikhar Dhawan. I think it was a fun team to watch. And... 
and csk on the other hand end of the spectrum uh, a lot of dhoni fans and csk fans would be really angry with this but they were a really boring team towards this entire tournament they were like a machine going through the rigors on a very slow chennai track with I mean, three spinners so, i mean it was the same story uh, last season as well however they managed to win the finals last season but i mean the other way of looking at it is they are highly efficient right so they look boring but they are also highly efficient it may not be entertaining to us but uh, i mean definitely uh, uh, history suggests that suggests that they get the job done that that is completely true but the wickets in chepok really suit their their bowling lineup like they don't have a fast bowler and i think in in chepok you can actually go in with a bowling lineup which has zero fast bowlers also but uh, that brings me to the point that when we actually got in uh, to this stages of the playoffs the only contest that i wouldn't have wanted was a mumbai versus chennai final because i thought it would have been very predictable and boring but boy were we wrong with that yeah i mean after mumbai defeated uh, chennai in that uh, in that qualifier i was really hoping delhi somehow manages to beat chennai and mumbai versus delhi would have been something that i would have really looked forward uh, look forward to i mean nevertheless that did not happen we ended up with this game but both the team managed to pull off a a, a spectacle for us right Uh, and a flawed spectacle at that yes uh, it was not it was not as if we had the perfect quality of cricket that one would expect it was very flawed i think both sides did their bit to give away the match and even dhoni admitted this at the end uh, right they dhoni, were tossing tossing the trophy around to each other absolutely he he summed summed up the game really well yeah I, I, mumbai at the very beginning i think mumbai have been uh, lucky this season that despite a not a very good season for rohit sharma they have managed to pull their weight through and unlike other seasons they began really strongly this season they began really strong and what i feel was so so in the past mumbai have won the ipl where uh, mumbai have won a ipl season where they started extremely poorly they gained momentum Ah, uh, played really well and won the trophy, but this year it seemed like they were clinical throughout. So what happened is when they started winning games at the first half of the IPL season, ah, uh, it kind of gave gave them a sense of calm, right? So people were putting their hands up when required, and there were different types of players: Surya Kumar Yadav, Rahul Chahar. So it was not just Hardik Pandya or Pollard or Rohit Sharma or Bumrah. Several other members of the squad. uh really turned up and and that was i i believe that was because they were winning uh from the beginning uh that prop that perhaps helped the squad i mean do you think that way yeah that definitely true but uh, and in some way it helped them that rohit sharma wasn't the one carrying the weight like they had other guys contributing and it was not just like this rohit sharma show and which was just then, individual brilliance that was winning them the so game like we had predicted uh, at the beginning of the season now rohit sharma batting at number 1 now even though he did not score a lot of runs the other batsmen knew their positions so they had this clarity in mind about where are they going to bat right so with rohit sharma not opening the opening the batting it kind of messes up the batting order a little bit but here they had a clear cut plan and they did not shuffle around that much i mean maybe krunal pandya and hardik pandya up and down the order once in a while but more or less they had a very stable batting lineup but uh, don't you think hardik pandya should be batting above krunal i think so. for some reason I, 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 for some reason mumbai tends to bat krunal above hardik i think i think uh, he uh, hardik pandya should bat above krunal pandya but uh, the reason uh, krunal pandya was batting up the order is because uh, the situations in some matches were not that demanding uh i think it i think it i think they were comfortable enough to send him up the order and see what happens try different tactics but i mean i'm not sure if every if if that tactics paid off but uh you know after they have won the season uh, it doesn't look like that decision is going to be criticized that much but definitely something that can be kept in mind for the next year yeah and mumbai also had that stroke of luck right through like if you cast your mind back to that mumbai versus rcb game right at the very beginning of the tournament where they 
the snowball controversy happened like malinga's snowball was in con- called the end i mean I, and, my uh, my way of looking at it is you know uh, uh, neeta aunty's prayers were answered and yeah. what the, the 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 small bit of luck that they lacked last year remember they had they had lost some very close encounters at the beginning of the season several of them yes. five or six yes. of them and yeah. and this year they had that luck uh, that little bit of luck extra luck needed for them to cross over the line and that's why this year's ipl was really fascinating to watch because if you see the uh, points table this time uh, srh qualified with 12 points which which is very rare you you do not ever have a team qualifying with 12 points and the difference between the fourth and the eighth place team is just one point yeah i think i, I think But, one week before uh, the the regular season ended or one week before the playoff began they were like several teams like five or six teams in contention for uh, yeah you, you, like kkr lost out on a spot on the very last day right yes. so had kkr beaten mumbai in that uh, final encounter of the of the league stage they would have gone through and the difference is just one point so there was a game between rajasthan and uh, uh, and uh, bangalore which got rained out so one of those teams would have gotten to 12 also so it was that close a tournament this time yeah and and surprisingly uh, rcb had a statistical chance of getting in however improbable improbable that might be but you know uh, 10 days before the playoff started they had a window of opportunity of getting in and it was it was actually more than a statistical chance at the end they were almost on level terms with the team that ended up on the fourth position so i think rcb won five out of their last six games or something this was a very topsy turvy tournament in that sense yeah so uh, i agree with that completely and coming back to the finals um, it looked like uh, i mean like like dhoni pointed out they were handing over the trophy to each other but just but just look at the flow of the innings right so uh, let's start at the top uh, mumbai Uh, <clears throat> wins the toss and decides to bat first right mm-hmm. so you have rohit sharma and quinton dickock that gave them a like sort of a you know decent platform to begin with yeah it was it was an okay start i mean at 30 40 odd runs i mean not that bad it's fine i mean you know they were just kind of doing away with the big final jitters which was which was i think commendable yeah. commendable uh then you have uh, imran tahir and harbhajan singh applying the squeeze uh, they put on they put re, they put the brakes on mumbai scoring and ishan kishan could not get going i mean he was completely uncomfortable uh, throughout his entire stay um, in the middle but you also look at this it is harbhajan singh and imran tahir the most unlikely uh, one of the oldest to be playing this tournament they have had a really fascinating tournament also and they had a big role to play in the final I mean, hats off to them i mean it's commendable how dhoni handles this these players uh, i i i mean maybe i mean i'm sure they have the talent to do it but in on any other ground or with any other team or with any other they captain, yeah pro- probably they wouldn't so yeah. so i mean i mean i think i think uh, uh, we might say that you know uh, bumrah was the best bowler but most number of wickets went to imran tahir and i think deservedly he 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 got the orange cap sorry the purple yeah. cap and how big a role did pollard play i think among all the other performances in the game i think pollard's innings somehow got overshadowed yeah in some that's sense. what i'm trying to come to because you have the breaks applied on mumbai scoring by these uh, by by the chennai bowlers and then you have hardik pandya and um, Pollard, more importantly, doing uh, you know getting away with their shots, some big clean hitting done by both of them, especially Pollard. But think of this scenario: the last over, there was a wide ball that was not given. Uh, Pollard with his antics, uh, showing his disappointment, he even uh, refused two runs with McLennigan at the other end. There were three dots, right? There were three dots. Last Thankfully, he hit a couple of boundaries. But just imagine if that wide was that wide was not given, and if Chennai somehow were able to get one run in the end, you know, 
it would have come down to that it would have come down to that i mean and 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 we would be talking about pollard not having taken that single in the had had mumbai lost the game yeah pollard not taken and, and the worst controversy would be the entire janta on twitter talking about this poor umpire exactly like uh, and, and it's not in isolation though this entire tournament has had so many poor umpiring cases that uh, yeah, they have not even been marginal calls i mean poor it's... umpiring cases and you have umpire long who doing some carpentry work on the door yes <laughs> yes and and i wonder like if an umpire can ever be penalized for showing dissent i mean i i the, my my um, my thing with this is we have very few good umpires at international level right so it it's not that we have 50 of them to choose from we have very few uh, well trained and experienced umpires qualified to uh, uh, referee at the uh, top level and then if we are trying to penalize them i don't know what will happen but, but then but then yeah coming to think of it yes i mean from both of us are scientists and as scientists we have been you know trained to not be in awe of uh, you know uh, authority or let's say experienced scientists so that we can question them so if we can put that philosophy into the cricket ground uh it would right it would make sense for say at least the match referee to question the umpires on this yeah i mean in terms of back, because because in in some sense the umpires are the conscience keepers of the sport right i mean absolutely and, and then see you have the technology you have drs and you have you have action replays you have third umpire what's the problem with third umpire interfering you know Yeah, it was not and 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 it's just common sense in that sense right like if cricket can waste 3 or 4 minutes to figure out whether a boundary is a boundary the player's leg has touched the rope or not if we can spend all that time in that why can't a no ball be checked or a or a wide call be checked or why can't the umpire be just notified about it on the walkie talkie yeah like it's as as simple as that i mean and then, so there was this another controversial decision of dhoni's run out right so from one angle it looked out from another angle it looked not out uh the benefit but I, i really thought the side on angle it looked like he was in though yeah his bat was on the on the white line yeah I, i and i probably think um, on another day with another umpire he would have probably been given not out yeah i mean so uh, that decision came down to the umpire but but a significant amount of time was taken to come to the decision and it was an important decision and with a t20 game a final a massive final per se i believe you know the third umpire or you know, the uh, sh- should have intervened and given that one run and it could have been a very important one run in the end depending on you know how malinga uh, bowled that last ball or how as as it, as it turned out it didn't come to that thankfully because yeah. it would have been a really uh, a, a big stinker for the final had it come down to that yeah um so the next innings uh, the second innings of the match you have chennai super kings batting they started off pretty well you know watson was looking solid uh, faf duplessy uh, uh got some really uh, good boundaries uh, thankfully mumbai was able to get him out uh, but then uh, i believe mumbai bowled really well in the middle overs uh rana because i think yeah you're right i think csk are running away with it to begin with and chain watson has looked completely out of place the entire tournament because uh, the problem with guys like watson and harbhajan singh is they do not play a lot of cricket outside the ipl so they just turn up for this tournament and for guys like them it's much harder to perform well and uh, people are totally written of watson and watson wouldn't be playing this final or or be be part of any other team had he had the same level of performance exactly I and mean, somehow dhoni uh, stuck with him and he did he it did paid off for it did pay off for one match but then yeah his position would have been questioned in any other team but rcb for for, <laughs> for yeah exactly exactly i mean yeah uh, so thinking of uh, faf duplessis dismissal i think it was very uh, intelligent of what krunal pandya did so he uh, 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 faf duplessis was moving away from his stance for mm-hmm. for two deliveries krunal pandya consecutively followed him and he the first ball uh, faf duplessis was able to cut it for four he somehow missed the second one to uh, put it in the gap he could not find the gap and the third ball 
Favre Duplessis makes the same movement away away from the away from his stance, away from the delivery, and this time Pandya does not follow him. He bowls a wide ball, and Favre Duplessis gets stumped. I believe that was a very intelligent yeah. move. Very good move that was. I think that's where it all began. I think the breaks were just starting to be put on at that very stage, and because it worked out in Mumbai's favor that the guy to follow Suresh Raina wasn't in very good form either. He looked very scratchy. You usually associate Raina to be a very good player of spin. But then Mumbai but, was very intelligent. I mean, they. uh very appropriately tested him with short balls so if you know raina uh he is the worst player of short bowling after saurav ganguly and uh for any international player who has faced more than 100 deliveries so but ganguly t- but to his credit actually found a way around what the end raina what the end of his yeah. career right he used to, he used to just uh, walk away yeah Uh, and give himself room and then uh, cut it over point that used to be ganguly's method of tackling the short and, ball and, and, used and to, to his credit huh. uh, ganguly was tested more with the short ball than raina because raina because raina never uh, went past the first 10 deliveries and, and raina did not play test cricket oh raina did try i think ravi shastri did try to fit oh, yeah, him yeah, into yeah, the yeah. test i mean he, he was given his opportunity huh. just like mohammad kaif and yuvraj singh but then but uh, but Kev was, I think, a little hard done by. I think Kev should have probably should have got a few more test chances. He was. I, I mean, I think he would have made a Collingwood like batsman. But then it was, it was, it was the case of you know not having uh, enough opening in the uh, middle order, right? Yeah, because I think their careers coincided with the Fab Four. Not not so, only that, right. I mean, Vivius Lakshman was at his was was at his peak. Uh, when yeah. when Kaif was in the sidelines, and you know that that yeah. reminds me of one of my favorite uh, Ranji players, Mr. Amol Mazumdar. Uh, I mean, yeah. such a such a wonderful batsman, a great cricketer, such a great personality. Uh, you know, and uh, he didn't just he didn't get even one game for the national side. In any other country, I believe he would have gotten a look in. Yeah, he was a contemporary of Vinod Kambri and Tendulkar, even in the Mumbai side. So, did did you know this trivia? uh when when tendulkar and kamli were scoring their uh, world record 600 odd runs partnership the next ball, mm-hmm. the next person uh, in was amol muzumdar amol muzumdar oh yeah that's that sums up his career exactly and then uh, the other side had bowlers like sairaj bahutule <laughs> which tells that the other team actually had good bowlers that they were playing yeah that, that tells you about uh, the standard of mumbai cricket i i think over the years mumbai cricket has also declined yes i mean they have mumbai ranji trophy they are doing some uh, i mean uh, their last two seasons were pathetic mumbai has lost to jharkhand and uh, jammu kashmir and all these teams in the last few seasons so, so, some so. some promise, promising cricketers coming through uh, one of my current favorites for the middle order is siddhesh lad plays for mumbai indians but uh, you know he is a promising cricketer at the I, level I, i think i think uh, indian cricket goes in cycles i think the middle order in the test team again now uh doesn't have a lot of room sadly I, mean, i think there are too many batsmen yeah, in the squad then, you know but but with ravi shastri in the mix i mean who knows what he will <laughs> you never I, know. i mean stability is a relative term uh, for that gentleman right but but do you think the test team needs changing now after a win in australia of all places like I, mean, I, I, i think it's very unlikely i, I think so, so i think i think uh, b- before the next round of uh, away test matches come I think some players need to be tested. So I'm not saying it has I, to be Siddesh Lad. There are many. Other- oh, so uh, the uh, so it looks like the entire uh, FTP, the Future Tours program, is now being replaced by the International Test Championship now. So now the cycle is slightly going to be different. So instead of this entire patch of home and then a complete patch of away, I think there will be a better mix now. Yeah. So so that that calls for more bench strength, right? Yeah. So yeah. So so again, we I think we have digressed a lot from the IPL yeah, yeah. final. Yeah, that's that's how yeah. this podcast is. I believe that's what yeah. the listeners enjoy. So uh, listeners, if you are listening to this, please write to us at uh, the fourth seat podcast at gmail dot com. You can tweet to us at at seat fourth, and if you want to follow us on Instagram, please make an account for us and let us know.
Right. So coming back to the match, right? You have Suresh Rana who has been bounced out, and Dhoni comes in. He never really gets going. You know, he kind of uh, rotates the strike pretty well with Watson. But then this amazing run out, out of nowhere, they were going for an overthrow, I believe. And Rohit Sharma is distraught that we are giving away extra runs. And out of nowhere, you have this ball hitting the stumps. And it took the third umpire about like a good 10 minutes to come to a decision that he is out. So, Adi, do you uh, agree with that decision? It was a big turning point for this game. I, I I think it was a bit harsh. I think the benefit of doubt it have, it would have gone should have gone to Dhoni, but I think Dhoni has had the rub of the green for the rest of the tournament. And uh, who who else like Ishan Kishan of all people, the video game playing with kid. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So, so he made so that was probably his only contribution in the game, right? Because he wasted yeah. a lot of deliveries when he was batting. Yeah, he wouldn't have featured in the Mumbai Indians Netflix documentary season 2 otherwise. Because he seemed very upset in the last season. Yeah. If you remember, he refused to give an interview. Like, he didn't give an interview. Just I mean, because he, he, was he, he was taking his uh, cricket seriously uh, per, at, uh, at, yeah. at that point. At that very point. late. Very late say. in the season. After the season was halfway lost. After he spent half the season playing PlayStation. Yeah, yeah. So, uh, basically, Dhoni is given out. uh, And then uh, Shane Watson decides to take things into his own hands and takes Hardik, so not Hardik Pandya, but Krunal Pandya to the cleaners. At that point, I thought uh, the match is slipping away from Mumbai Indians' hand. True. And I think the reason Krunal Pandya had to bowl was because Malinga had been thrashed around. And I think that was the over where it actually looked like uh, yeah. Mumbai are going to give it away because after Dhoni got out and then Bravo immediately followed, it didn't look like CSK were in the game, to be yeah. very honest. So and that, it... that was when the trophy was being handed over to one another. So yeah. you had Malinga who had a decent first over. He, I think he considered seven runs or so. He comes back for the second over and gives away 15 runs. And, that, and it was before the disastrous third over. So, there was no option but to give Kunal Pandya a go. Because the other option was to give Hardik Pandya a go, which would have been again dangerous. Yes. So, so Hardik Pandya somehow managed to squeeze in one decent over. And uh, credit goes to Bumra and Rahul Chahar because I, they bowled really tight and really well. Because Rahul Chahar had bowled out by then, right? I think Bumra had to... So... Yeah, the problem, yeah, yeah. The problem was... some, yeah, the problem for Mumbai was that Malinga is no longer a bank that he he used to be, right? So, Malinga these days doesn't have the pace. So, he does go for runs. So, he has these spurts of 20 or 30, 25 run overs that he does go for. And we were all hoping that that wouldn't be the case in the last over. After Bumrah had bowled that exceptional 19th over. Yeah, so uh, I think uh, we should spare a moment for Bumrah, right? I mean, he has he comes off comes in after this long uh, away season for Indian Test cricket, has bowled exceptionally well uh, in all the continents that he has played, and then uh, this long IPL season, he had a minor back injury for one match because of which he was sitting out, but then you know all such such a great I mean such a great player uh, did not give away any single boundary took some crucial wickets. So, a majority of Mumbai's challenge was being uh, posed by uh, Jaspit Bhumrah. And Rahul Shahar was a good accompany to him. Exactly. And uh, to be very honest, when Bhumrah was actually fast-tracked into the Test Match team, uh, I wasn't the biggest fan of him being in the Test squad because I thought he was not ready for Test cricket. He was more of a limited-overs bowler. But in the last one year, I think the kind of improvement he has shown, typically Indian fast bowlers only go on a fast decline. But I think Bumrah has really come leaps and bounds in terms of uh, temperament. And the temperament that he displayed, right, in the uh, 17th and 19th over, where Quinton DeCock, he bowls an exceptional delivery. And uh, in that wide swoosh, the batsman misses. Quinton DeCock... 
actually misses a straightforward uh, a take for yeah yeah I remember, so he kind of he goes and puts his hand on his shoulder and 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 makes this action with his other hand saying hey the ball actually moved it's okay it's Swirl, not swirled ball. around and and yeah. and it's not that it's swirled a long way it's not england where yeah. the ball typically swings a long way after it beats the batsman but that and there was this other instance where watson's catch was dropped right in the team. yeah it was a straightforward catch uh people were almost ready to celebrate uh the fans were celebrating on the ground and uh chahar drops this catch uh, that was another moment when i thought it's gone i mean now watson is going to take it away and it, and it's the display of character right so had bumrah gone after quinton dickock in that after that four byes yeah uh, think of the wicketkeeper he is already repenting the fact that he has given away those four easy runs and it and, and, and those could have been you know that the runs that mattered in the end exactly but i can think of many a bowler in the past and in several other teams who would have absolutely gone berserk against the wicketkeeper right uh, case in point uh, ashish nehra against dhoni Yes, yes. Again, his long head days. Yeah, against Pakistan. Yeah, yeah. But then, so credit goes to uh, Bumrah. Uh, I mean, you know, you know, in such situations, you know, having a cool head, displaying some good temperament, and encouraging the player who made a mistake, you know, goes a long way in you know uh, uplifting the morale of the team. Because on the other hand, in the first innings, when Pollard was displaying his uh, grievances to the umpire in such a negative way by going out and not play, not not going uh, to his usual stance, I thought you know uh, the camera for a certain moment panned towards Dhoni, and Dhoni was not able to resist the smile. He did not smile, but in his, you could see in his face he was saying, "Oh yeah, this is going my way right now. The player is pissed <laughs> off." and compare that to bumrah's temperament i'm not i'm not discrediting polard as a batsman here but you know the kind of temperament you need to show for these big situations and he's polard is prone to these kind of uh, i think brain frays as one must so you had that famous incident where polard and uh, mitchell stark actually almost went uh, physical <laughs> with their fight right once yeah. one of those seasons so yeah, i think pollard is prone to such uh, misdemeanors on the field good for mitchell stark that uh, you know they did not actually start fighting and mitchell stark has ever since i think not returned to play the ipl yeah yeah and then so uh, uh it comes down to malinga right in the last over so you have I think, yes, no i think, I think it, so we have we have a big malinga over remaining so after yeah. he goes for 15 runs he probably goes for 20 or 22 runs in the other over in the other over yes and which, is, which which follows a very bad over by krunal pandya yes i mean the match is absolutely swung the other way so watson takes him to the cleaners and uh, i'm thinking there is no way he is bowling the last over in my mind it was hardik pandya but that was not a good option as well because i mean you know he is not that fast and having watson on the crease uh, the match would have been finished might have been finished in two balls who knows but uh, rohit sharma goes back to malinga and uh, he it it's like rohit sharma going back to the old malinga yeah and and he had no other choice to be very honest i don't think uh, i think hardik for all his uh, upcoming bowling skills uh you you cannot be very sure as to where the six deliveries will land with hardik's case and i think malinga in this tournament has been really uh, a mystery to me like he has had horrible spells but when it came to that very crunch last over he has delivered more often than not in this ipl and physically he's not looking like a fast bowler either no, i mean f- physically his pace is down he is looking flabby uh, he he almost looks like i mean a batsman Uh, yeah <laughs> with, with with his physique you know he, he can he's very soon approaching uh, arjuna ranatunga territory <laughs> yeah yeah and then uh, so he will be with the sri lanka squad uh, in the world cup uh, let's see uh, how it goes for him i mean who knows with such you know mercurial talent they can bring out their best game like in one ball the last ball of the uh, season one ball two runs to get one run needed by csk to tie the match 
the option is does he go for a bouncer to let them have that one run uh, if possible and the match goes into the tiebreaker but he says he did not want to go for that option he wanted to a wicket taking delivery so that the match ends then and there and good for him he delivered a perfect slower ball and shardul thakur was uh, lb clean lbw uh, but do you think like shardul was uh, shardul could have been smarter and just tried to get bat on ball it looked like he was going for the glory shot right yes that was then... not that was not smart on his part uh, if the captain was virat kohli he would have run onto the ground and said something to him but uh, you know i mean uh, thinking about dhoni he must be thinking you know the batsmen have not done the job uh, i cannot really expect a bowler to uh, you know uh, have a cool head on his head and play the shot that is required at that time but i think we also missed another key moment just before that i think which was watson's run out uh, malinga started off the over fantastically well i think his round the wicket angle uh, so he tried to cramp up the batsman through yes. that angle yes and once the first three deliveries didn't go for a boundary and the fourth one actually resulting in watson's wicket i think that nailed the game and and, and 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 he desperately had to go for two runs because there was no other way someone else is going to hit a boundary so uh, i think did he he got run out uh, while finishing the two runs yeah and but although shardul thakur in the last season proved to be a handful with the bat and even when india were in england last year i remember in one of the games thakur did score runs against england I mean, he, so, he, so he, it's not he like he doesn't bat. have the skills with the bat yeah 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 he he can bat that that is what i was worrying about that this guy can bat and you know uh, uh, let's say the situation is you know four runs in two balls he is the one who can hit a boundary so uh, but I, i was still uh, but my money was still on uh, csk in that last last delivery absolutely i mean mm-hmm. my best case scenario was the match is going to a tiebreaker yeah yeah because i but even if the game did uh, go into the super over i think the super over mumbai would have been favorites yes, if it yes. did go in because csk doesn't have the big hitting prowess that mumbai does and 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 watson was probably very tired by that time and and mumbai had bumrah so Yes, yes. So uh, the scales were towards Mumbai if things were to go for super over. I think. Do you think that would have played a role in this stroke that uh, Shardul attempted of the last ball instead of going for a? Maybe I don't know. I mean, I mean, knowing or just or was it just too good a delivery? I, I, it, 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 I mean, it was a good delivery for a top order batsman. I mean, it was a well directed, yeah. uh, well paced slower ball. I don't know. I mean, does uh, Dhoni may have the foresight and have must man must have told Thakur that now don't aim for the super over and fin- try to finish the game off. But but I don't think that would have happened. I mean, on the other hand, Dhoni could have said, you know, l- l- let's try to get this as long as possible. But yeah. uh, I mean, uh, I mean, who knows? Maybe Dhoni did not say anything. I mean, just do whatever you want. Uh, I think that that finishes up a very symmetrical Mumbai Indians season because Mumbai Indians has this very nice symmetry when they win tournaments. So it's it's every odd year they win apparently. Yes. So, so I mean, we, we might as well just not watch the IPL next year and come yes. back and uh, come back twenty twenty one. Yeah. Turn up. So Mumbai Indians is not a big fan of even numbers. <laughs> But we don't know. Probably it's Nita Babi's numerology maybe. I, Yeah, I mean something may be going. I mean, who knows? Uh, may, it, it could be about the financial year as well. Uh, maybe the trophies can have a correlation with the Ambani budget, not the, <laughs> not the Reliance Industries budget, but maybe the household budget. Yeah, and it 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 looks like they they might have an in-house numerologist, in-house astrologist, all sorts. Yeah, yeah. Telling, I mean, tell, telling them probably this is not a good year for you to win. So please refrain from winning this year. And then, uh, and in any case, the entire team is run on Akash Ambani's pocket money, right? Yeah. So you know, it's so it's, so, it's so, so uh, coming to Akash Ambani. So did you see that in the nineteenth over, this guy? Uh, is on the sidelines akash ambani and pollard is fielding there so at the boundary and akash ambani is actually talking to pollard in the uh, 19th over of the final of the tournament and this guy is supposed to bloody shut up and sit on the sidelines because they actually have a star studded coaching staff and the guy who is talking to pollard is akash ambani of all people 
he might be passing on some over smart comments i don't know or have you was... ever seen have you ever seen any other ipl team where the owners have played this much of a of an interference no i mean so, so so that's the thing right i mean see i mean uh, we we come on this podcast and we are abusing ambani's left and right but then uh, i mean on the other hand i mean we so we don't see other owners in the foreground that much but is will you have any other owner i mean is there any other owner which is a role model i mean i think i think the sunrisers team is run very well i think the only people who show their face there are the mentors right vvs lakshman and uh, tom moody i think they carry themselves very well yeah i mean so i mean on so uh, rcb used to be obnoxious when so, malia was in his prime yeah yeah and then we also had the days of shilpa shetty and priti zinta <laughs> zinta yeah but the, the, i think the most obnoxious team owners i think hands down would be junior malia so if if we are speaking in such bad terms about uh, junior ambani i think junior malia was another thing entirely <laughs> Yeah but then see uh, I mean in 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 defense of Ambani I mean they have four IPL trophies and most successful IPL franchise so far uh, to show uh, I mean we we will keep in abusing them it's really entertainment for us so I mean I mean they can say that they are getting the job done so yeah I mean they are they are right in that aspect and we love to have that entertainment so I would request uh, Neeta aunty to keep on appearing on the ground and uh, uh akash to be on the sidelines doing some more talking maybe one day he'll piss off mahila javardane who knows i don't know mahila does look very pissed off <laughs> yeah and then did, it, did i mean the so you have like two or three overs remaining in the match i saw tendulkar in the sidelines eating something again and how much does this guy eat and and where does he get all his food from so like what does he eat so does he have like a mobile uh, canteen which walks around with him I, i mean uh, there could be like i don't know the it could be all inclusive thing where you know food will be in the dressing room food will be in the pavilion food will be uh, in the hallway so someone is bringing but, it but, to him but to be fair to him uh, in the most uninspiring autobiography that i've ever read which is uh, tendulkar's autobiography he does mention that how he ate a tub of ice cream before he went on to bat uh in that famous innings in the 2003 world cup against pakistan right against yeah. pakistan apparently he had a lot of I mean, ice no, cream I mean, that's, that's one of my favorite one day innings ever uh whenever yeah, but, I, whenever but, i am feeling down uh i i go to youtube and watch that innings and it yeah, for, it, it, it always lifts me up yeah there are two such innings i think one is that and the other one is the vvs lakshman dravid partnership in eden in eden think, gardens yeah. yeah those are those two absolutely motivational inspiring innings so coming back to tendulkar i think uh, he did, did not just eat in the last few uh, three few overs of the game but even when he came out to chat with sanjay mandrekar who was beaming yesterday yeah like yeah. manjrekar couldn't contain his smile yeah he was not neutral i mean i remember when dhoni's run out was being discussed he clearly said no no he is out without no, manjrekar was the only guy to have said that it should be given out yeah absolutely. i mean without first first replay that he says it's out no he is out something yeah. like that so, so <clears throat> manjrekar sometimes like uh, the best f- people to call the final in the last over would have been sevaramakrishnan and manjrekar they should have let them just go berserk <laughs> in the final over yeah yeah so 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 i mean we don't want to we don't want to end the podcast in such a morose note uh, talking about el sevaramakrishnan and manjrekar <laughs> so this whole ipl season in general uh, any key takeaways uh, starting from rabada's yorker andre russell's heroics uh, what would you t- i mean what was the highlight for you so far the highlight for me uh, largely was the way as a team i think the way delhi performed uh, really commendable even the way ishan sharma bowled is uh, not the best t20 bowler but i think the way delhi managed to pull their way through with all that i think was a commendable achievement for some a young captain like shreyas ayer and the core that he has but in terms of individual efforts i think nothing beats andre russell and it's a worrying sign uh, now he, that he now that we know, the, he is part yeah. of the world cup squad and and the way a lot of these west indians have performed in this ipl is a scary sign because west indies are ranked 
way down at the bottom in the ICC rankings and I am calling them to actually reach the semis looking at the way these guys have played. Yes, yes. So we'll be talking more about the World Cup uh, in our future fourth umpire episodes. But uh, let's end with looking at the Indian World Cup contingent. So you have uh, Bumrah and Bhuvaneshwar Kumar leading the bowling attack. Bumrah had a good season. On the other hand, Bhuvaneshwar Kumar was not that great. Bhuvi wasn't very great. Kuldeep had a horrific season. Oh my god, Kuldeep I mean, I'm Kuldeep broke down. I mean, I hope Ravi Shastri and Virat Kohli does some magic and get this guy get this guy gets this guy up on his feet but don't you think the message should have gone through to the kkr uh, team management that just let this guy go in this season just do not make him play more games right because yeah, it, it, mean, looked, uh, it, it looked so apparent that he couldn't take the pressure anymore i mean yeah it's it's it, it is worrying sign but you know i mean i don't i'm not sure how much the franchises will really listen to uh, BCCI team selection. But I like mean, a World Cup year, right? So, for example, if you have a football World Cup that comes I mean, up, I mean, see, uh, and, and say there is a there is an international friendly or a World Cup qualifier, the clubs have to release their players, right? See, this, I mean, I mean, uh, this IPL is a mammoth, right? I mean, imagine this IPL was run concurrently with the Lok Sabha elections. Right? Yeah. I mean, yeah. in the past, you the IPL had to move away or take a break for elections. But, uh, you know, I mean, this year we were anticipating such things to happen again. But somehow, uh, IPL managed to happen as it should have happened without changing any of its scheduling. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, that 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 begs the thought, you know, how strong the IPL uh, and the sponsorship lobby actually is. Actually is. That is that is true, but then I would again think like once every four years you have the World Cup. I think the BCCI, if it has any sense of uh, national pride or whatever they claim, if they claim to represent the Indian team, then they should at least take a call where not the fringe players, but at least the main eleven guys should have a cap on the number of games that they play. I mean, they should, yes. Uh... But say uh, that's where I'm coming to, right? So if the next football World Cup would be in Qatar, and unlike the other tournaments, I think this one would have to have a the other leagues would have to break uh, in order the tor- for the tournament to happen. So clubs have to release players in terms of uh, World Cup qualifying events and so on. So why can't it be the same here? Uh, I mean, I'm not. I mean, I'm not entirely sure if such motives exist in cricket. Or at least in within BCCI, so that has that is something that we have to you know wait and see if the mindset changes in the future. Uh, so you see, not- you see, you see that other countries are very wary of this. So England pulled out their players, South Africa almost did. So I think why why can't we do it? That's the only point because yeah. it was painful to watch Kuldeep being clobbered that way. Yeah, and and Chahal did not have. I mean, RCB as a whole did not do anything. So that translates into Chahal's <laughs> performance as well. But uh, that, uh, but looking at uh, the batting side, uh, Shikhar Dhawan and Rohit Sharma, they did not fail miserably. But you know, nothing to boast about in this season as well. But nothing to worry about either. Like yeah, so it can be looked at uh, anyway. So uh, Ambati Rayudu missed the World Cup squad. Did not perform that well for CSK. Uh, maybe he was disappointed, or uh, I mean, I don't know. Couldn't find the extra dimension with CSK either. So the so our uh, so we began this tournament talking about the number four. We couldn't find one, but all the number four aspirants have failed miserably in this tournament. Uh, Dinesh, so, Karthi, Dinesh Karthi. except for Karthik had an okay tournament. He had that ninety odd in one of those games. Yeah. Uh, Kedar Jadav broke down. I think he has an injury now. Yeah. King Kedar is a worry. Okay, KL Rahul did relatively well with KL Rahul did well. Yeah, KL Rahul had the best of the tournament, best tournament of the Indian lot actually. Uh, among the Indian batsmen, right? Among the Indian top order, uh, Vijay Shankar was miserable ever since his name got picked for the World Cup eleven. I think he like t- totally switched off that since that day. So no, no, um, di- no extra dimension for him. Like uh, down, no. down to one D from the very, yeah, very one D. Like uh, it's a su- sub-dimensional performance from him, and yeah. the, so prob- so we are still looking very shaky there in terms of number four. 
Hardik Pandya was a positive sign. Uh, yeah. Uh, I mean, very few expected him to uh, turn up after what happened with him and BCCI and his behavior. But, you know, he, he came back right to him. He did really well for Mumbai Indians. Um, <laughs> will that will that translate into the World Cup? We have to uh, time Hope, will tell. Hopefully, yes. So, I'm not a big Pandya fan. But uh, one thing you have to give to the guy is, like, he's extremely confident. So, I think he, he is unlike India's cricketers of the past. In the 90s, he used to be diffident cricketers. We didn't feel like we belonged to the big stage. I think with Pandya, you do not get that feeling anymore. Yes, and then no matter what be the actual pedigree, these guys exude the confidence of being match winners. Talking about confidence, we come straight to Virat Kohli. Uh, do you think uh, his performances and his team's performances in IPL will uh, affect him mentally? He seems to be a guy who is very confident. I probably he will come back refreshed. I don't think it would matter to him, especially after the season that he had in England last year. Had he had a bad season in England? Uh, during the test tour I would have had a slight bit of worry but I don't think there's anything to worry with I think Kohli will switch on Uh, India has a couple of warm-up games before the World Cup and a couple of good knocks and I think he'll be right there yeah so it will be a test of his captaincy as well uh, i mean uh, off late a lot of questions has been raised about you know uh, uh, is rohit sharma a better captain than him there is no way uh, as long as virat kohli is um, having the kind of form uh, that he is in that anyone else will get a look in but uh, rohit sharma will be the vice captain um, there is a lot of comparison between their captaincy i personally like the way rohit sharma held He's his a cool- He's a cooler figure. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, but let's, the last part before coming to an end, uh, we did not see or hear from Ravi Shastri. Uh, do you think he is in the drawing board planning a strategy for Indian cricket team or he's probably somewhere high on spirit? High on spirit in the Caribbean? Yeah, I think he's high on spirits or stocking up spirits for the World Cup. Yeah, yeah. I mean, depending upon how long uh, India stay in the World Cup, right? (laughs) Which will be at least a month. So, I think he is talking up for that. Yeah, yeah. All right. So, we had a wonderful IPL season. Uh, We are looking forward to the World Cup. Listeners, please stay with us. Let us know what you want to hear from us. We are going to come out with many World Cup specials uh, in this fourth umpire. Um, Tweet to us at at seatfourth. And email us at the fourth seat podcast at gmail.com. And like I said, if you want to find us on Instagram, create an account for us and let us know. <laughs> All right. Goodbye, guys. Goodbye, Aditya. It was great talking to you once again. Goodbye. Germany looking good for the final on Sunday. They make it another one here. It's 3 0. It's a 